welcome to Mel's Weekly Waffles. Now this week I'm not really waffling because I am going to bring you the Anzac Day Dawn Parade, uh, well clips of, and the speeches at the RSA afterwards. So here we go. This is highlights of the Anzac Day service that took place at the Invercargill Cenotaph, 7am on Wednesday the 25th of April 2018. We start with the cannon and the announcement and call to arms. Guard of honor and band, march on. The next clip you'll hear is the first of two hymns which were sung. This one is the first verse of Abide With Me. Next, we had a scripture reading. This reading is taken from John's Gospel. If a grain of wheat falls on the ground and dies, it yields a rich harvest. Jesus said to his disciples, Anyone who loves his life loses it. Anyone who hates his life in this world will keep it for the eternal life. If a man serves me, he must follow me. Wherever I am, my servant will be there too. Anyone who serves me, my Father will honour them. Now my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But if it was for this very reason that I have come to this hour, Father, glorify your name. A voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. People standing by who heard this said it was a clap of thunder. Others said it was an angel speaking to him. Jesus answered, 
It was not for my sake that this voice came, but for yours. Now sentence has been passed on this world. Now the prince of this world is to be overthrown. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I shall draw all people to myself. By these words, he indicated the kind of death he would die. Normally, they have a 21-gun salute, but this year they decided to use the cannon, which was fired three times. Apologies, I missed the first one, but I got the second two. Last post. The Ode to the Fallen will be recited in Mary by Alan Fraser, B.E.M., J.P., followed by myself in English. Te E kore hoki rātou, e nā oe kore, ahokia peha e nā hauatanga o te wā. E te hike nei atu o te rā, tahi noa ki te rangamai e te āta. Kia mau mahara tonu tātou, kia rātou. Kia mau mahara tonu tātou, 
With proud thanksgiving as mothers for their children, our country mourns for the dead across the sea. Flesh of her flesh they were, spurts of her spurt, fallen in the cause of the free. They shall grow not old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them, lest we forget. In true Anzac custom, we always sing the Australian followed by the New Zealand National Anthem. Here is the New Zealand National Anthem. service finished with a blessing followed by the pipes whilst all of the service personnel filed past the cenotaph laid their poppies. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon us and remain with us forever. Amen.
following the dawn parade, the um, people then all reconvene at the Retired Servicemen's Association, which is based now out of the Invercargill Working Men's Club. They open their doors to everyone, members and non-members, and have um, a bit of a celebration and put some coffee and some snacks on. There's uh, some speeches and then they keep the doors open all day. So here's the speeches from this morning. Uh, the first one is Tim Shadbolt, the Invercargill City Mayor. The second one is the National MP for Invercargill, Sarah Dowie, and that's followed by two service personnel speeches. Especially thank Leslie Soper over there in the red coat, who's a councillor now, and she decided that the crowd would be bigger and so she organised speakers all around the ground so that people could at least hear what was going on. And she also organised a screen to be placed on a truck at the back so that some of the smaller people could uh, get a view of what was actually happening during the day. So Invercargill uh, City Council was thanked, but in particular it was one councillor who did all the work and it's very much appreciated. subject of thank yous, like to thank Sir Don McKinnon, because I've been campaigning to buy a hotel in France, um, in Les Quinois, which was the last big battle fought by New Zealanders, and it was one we can be very proud of because not a single civilian was killed in that battle, and so they really like New Zealanders. And if you ever get the opportunity to go there, they have all Black Avenue and Tiarawa Place and all their street names are named after New Zealand towns. Uh, they uh, have been very supportive in the purchase of that uh, hotel and we're going to transform it into a War Memorial Museum. So again, a thank, big thank you to Sir Don McKinnon for organising the funding, 1.4 million euros uh, for that uh, project to go ahead. And we've got a special link to it here in Invercargill, of course, because one of the champion uh, rugby players for the Star Club um, was uh, one of those soldiers who made the ultimate sacrifice in that battle. And he, there were 13 All Blacks and who were killed on the Western Front in France, and he was one of them. And he uh, was very difficult to trace down his history because his parents were both from the Shetland Islands. And, but we managed to find him because he left 400 pounds, which was his life savings at that time from the army, to a lady in Invercargill and we managed to trace him back through that and we'll be publishing his um, history and his record. And that's what we've got to do now. The old soldiers from that war have gone, but we can trace them through records and diaries and museums and all other areas that have accumulated knowledge. Thank you, Tenakoto, Tenakoto, Tenakoto Katoa.
Germany signed an armistice um, prepared by Britain and France, bringing World War I uh, to an end. Uh, though it is now 103 years uh, since Anzac troops arrived at Gallipoli on that Sunday morning on the 25th of April, the campaign took the lives of nearly 2,800 brave New Zealanders far from home, and they will never be forgotten. Uh, Anzac Day and the ensuing eight months on the Gallipoli Peninsula uh, left an indelible mark um, on the history of New Zealanders, and I'm pleased that our young ones can um, commemorate that with us today. And we also remember our brothers in arms across the Tasman and all who fought on both sides um, of the campaign. Those soldiers fighting for countries like Turkey, Germany, and Austria Hungary are uh, standing up for their own causes and the protection of their homelands, and many sacrificed their own lives fighting for what they believed in. Last year, um, I was fortunate enough to travel to and officiate in the 100th commemoration of Passchendaele at Ypres in Belgium. Two things struck me particularly. Uh, the sincere respect and sadness shown by New Zealanders for our loss during our darkest military days, and the deep gratitude of the Belgian people for New Zealand's sacrifice um, on their soil, defending and protecting them during the German invasion. Being at Passchendaele 100 years on and actually feeling the loss uh, had an absolute profound effect on me. Um, it is a pilgrimage that more New Zealanders should do um, to understand as they do with Gallipoli. Uh, I also recognise the approximately 250 New Zealand Defence Force personnel currently serving on operations overseas such as Afghanistan, Iraq, South Korea and South Sudan. At this moment we pause and give thanks to them for their service in maintaining peace in many of the world's conflict zones. And the work of our personnel in all conflicts between 1915 and now, including World War II, Korea and Vietnam, bring peace and calm uh, should not be forgotten. Anzac Day brings us together in New Zealand, in Turkey, in Australia and many other countries around the world to honour all New Zealanders who have continued to serve in the fine tradition of courage and compassion demonstrated by the Anzacs at Gallipoli. Bless you.
as one speaker stressed, not to glorify war, but to do honour to the men. Today we are longing for the day that, that when war shall be no more. Amidst the stay of 11th November 1918, however, did not bring an end to war. As our memorials show, another even more terrible war had to be fought just over 20 years later, followed by decades of international tension. More wars were fought, more New Zealanders lost their lives in foreign campaigns in Korea, Malaya, Vietnam, East Timor, Afghanistan. In each case, the descendants of violence left deep scars here in New Zealand, but much greater <coughs> scars in the countries where the battles were fought. The lessons we draw from these experiences is that peace can only be maintained if we have faith in and we defend to the last the international systems that were built after the Second World War outlaw the use of armed aggression in international disputes. The many wars that have followed show only too well how flawed the system is, but clearly the alternative, a return to a free-for-all that led to a global war on a global scale, is not to be con contemplated. Our commitment to an international order in which war has no place is demonstrated every day by the men and women of the New Zealand and Australian Defence Forces. They risk their lives and deployments all over the world to defend the values that stand between us and the lawless world that led to so many deaths. NZ Day was, is, and will always be about honouring that service and that sacrifice. We will remember them. One thing that I've definitely noticed since being in New Zealand is that as a nation they very proudly remember their fallen. They also celebrate their past current uh, serving armed forces and Anzac Dawn parades up and down the nation are always really well attended. Lest we forget. Mm -hmm.